This is a Clink Studios podcast. Welcome to Spill the Soju podcast, your favorite dose of K-culture TMIs and fangirling shenanigans with your hosts Ashley, Katie, and Chelsea. So, for today's episode, we are serving you a new format. A week ago, we posted an NGL link on our personal Instagram stories and we received a handful of questions asking about how we maintain our lives in and out of K-pop or our hobbies in general. So this is going to be sort of a Q&A episode in which we will be answering four questions for you guys one at a time, all relating to maintaining balance. Alright, so the first question is, how did you balance your hobbies and academics? Hi everyone, this is Chelsea. So, how did I balance my hobbies and my acads? So, in high school, K-pop was life. <laughs> and of course, KD and Ashley are there to be a testament to it. Well, because in high school, time, things were a little more manageable, I guess. So we had a lot more time to, you know, to invest into K-pop. But things really changed during college, I'm pretty sure. Most of us will agree to this, that we all kind of lay low during, for, uh, as a K-pop fan during these times because it was when the workload <laughs> was a lot more heavier. And since we also had dance you know, teams, not just one or two, <laughs> you know, one, two dance teams for us, it was, we had a lot less time for K-pop so that when we did... Um, engage with K-pop it was a lot more for leisure it was just to wind down it wasn't like we're monitoring every move we we knew every concert we knew every comeback and all of that it was just you know just to update ourselves once in a while listen to old songs and all of that so yeah that's how we balanced it because we really valued we knew our priorities we knew that we had to have good grades. And of course, for us, we also love dancing. So that both went hand in hand. We have to have good grades to continue dancing. And it's just nice that K-pop was still there um, once in a while. So that's what I would suggest. If things get really hard and if you feel pressured and you feel sad, I guess, as a fan, that you're not able to keep up and all of that, don't worry um, because we know that there's a lot more things going on in life aside from K-pop. So yeah, that's that's how we did it. That's how I did it. That's how I balanced it. So yeah. So how did I balance my hobbies and acads? Well, that wasn't easy, that's for sure. Like I had a lot of interests, you know, extracurriculars and goals that were honestly all over the place. Like they were not even in like one specific field or industry because there are fine arts, performing arts, sports and everything like that. But I was just as serious with my academics as I was with my passion. So balancing the two was challenging but necessary for me. Like the fact that both were my priorities did help in the motivation aspect of things because I couldn't allow myself not to do my best in both. So, you know, that's one tip, knowing your priorities. You know, you get as much from something with how much you put into it. So it's all about really knowing how fast and how well you can accomplish something so you can quickly and efficiently move on to the next without jeopardizing anything. 
it's also about knowing when to make little sacrifices like okay i shouldn't watch that one video or one episode today to finish this work and i'll only watch it when i'm done and after working hard that reward in the form of that pastime pleasure or hobby will honestly be sweeter and better than usual. I wasn't really that much of an overachiever back when I was in high school. So I was just carefree as long as I wasn't um, failing my exams. I mean, my, my subjects and everything. I was good. So I was just actually enjoying high school. And I graduated, um, you know, as an average student. And... It was actually in college that I realized how important it was to save up and to manage my time wisely for all the things that I wanted to do. Because in college, that was when I suddenly became an overachiever. For some reason, I wanted to excel in both academics and my extracurricular activities, which was mostly dancing. As Chelsea already mentioned a while ago, dance was life in college. <laughs> so the three of us had two dance teams where we were a member of. And it was really difficult to maintain my hobbies. And so that was when I kind of did lay low in K-pop, especially with merchandise and concerts. With merchandise collecting, I was never the type of person to collect merchandise, especially when I was still um, in when I was still a student because I wasn't earning it and I only had so much for my allowance. So I didn't prioritize my collections at all. I was just really happy with enjoying K-pop as it is, like for the music, for the content that they um, put out. As for the concerts, um, I only picked the I only used to pick the concerts that I could afford and um, have like at least one concert per year. And just like what Ashley said, it's important to have priorities and just know where you want to put effort in saving up your money. If you have other hobbies than K-pop, like us, we had dancing. And that was basically how we managed to balance our hobbies and academics at the same time. Just set your priorities straight and it'll work out. Okay, so for the second question, how did you track your expenses? Paano nga ba? Okay, for the second question, how did we track, uh, how did I track my expenses? So when I was... In college, when I was a student, I'm thinking more, I'm trying to remember how I did it when I was in college or in high school. It was a lot more easier to track expenses because once I open my wallet, I can see how much I have left. So it's just about, you know, budgeting wisely and just thinking, do I really need to buy that Starbucks today? Or can I just go with like a vending machine coffee? You know, <laughs> those are some things that I had to think about when I was... <laughs> I was younger. But yeah, tracking my expenses before, it was simple lang naman because I had the money, the cash was on hand. So it was a lot easier for me to track whatever I had left. So 
But now, in now that I'm working, but I suggest you guys do this too. I wish I did this sooner. Is I had different accounts for different purposes. For you guys, you can use Gcash, you can use Maya, a lot of uh, you know online wallets that you can use, and I separate them into different purposes. So what is Gcash lang for savings, Maya for expenses, and all of that. And I have an app that I use to track daily expenses. So I know where the money's going. I know how much I have left without opening my accounts. And that way I'm able to track um, the amounts that I'm spending. And me now, <laughs> an upgraded adult, I use that tracker, the daily tracker. And then every week I sit down on my Google Sheet and then I put there all of my, you know, daily tracking stuff. Just so no cent is left untracked and i think that's what's really important for me so for k-pop i don't know how you apply this but this is just for daily <laughs> just basic suggestions you don't have to be a k-pop fan to you know to get this advice but yeah that's how i do it um for me as for me thank you for that shows um i ha- we had to start with our business graduate so yeah and for me I'm not as tedious as Chelsea that I have different bank accounts to store my money in, like my funds for savings and like separate them. I do have multiple bank accounts, but I don't necessarily have this one for bills or this one for merchandise, this one for savings. I don't. Yeah, but when I was in, uh, when, when I was still studying, especially in college, I didn't have a system. Because like Chelsea said, our money was on hand. We didn't really have bank accounts then. I, I think I only had one and I barely even used it. But, you know, nowadays everything is digital. So it does work probably to have like a Gcash. Siguro kahit Gcash man lang. But as for tracking my expenses back when I was still studying, I didn't really have a set system as... Mm, clear as I do now and that's fine if you don't have it yet but yeah so nowadays um, if you ask me like how I track my expenses now I do have an excel sheet that I use like google sheets um, just a personal one that I try to put in the expenses that I make especially the big ones you know the big girl things, adulting things, um, I put that in the G, the Google Sheets and then just try to like track para lang malaman ko kung kailangan ko na tumigil. Mga ganun bagay lang. But not as, it's not really detailed. It's just that whenever I feel like I need to have this on my sheet just to remind me that I have this big um, spending like, if you guys want to do that, create a system for yourself, that'll also be good. Um, just what's most comfortable for you. In terms of tracking expenses, I honestly don't think that I have much to contribute to this yet. Because even I am still struggling to find my own way in doing this. Like, doing this in a way that I know what to do, I have everything under control because I do not. Like, And that's okay. Like, if you're like me... It's normal to feel lost. Like, you know, if you're my age already, we have people who are the same age and already doing so well managing their finances. They they have everything under control and, you know, you sometimes feel left behind. But really, that's okay. Everyone works at their own pace. But, you know, it's 
really normal to feel this way, but you need to still do something about it. And the best thing that we can do is research and ask people. Ask people we trust, like parents or best friends, who are good with finances, like the two I have here with me. Uh, but what you can also definitely start doing if uh, you're still not getting a hang of a lot of things is listing everything down and organizing it based on your own categories. So a simple list will do, but I believe Excel or using those financing apps would help you navigate through it more easily. So by doing this, uh, you don't just gauge how much you are spending all in all, but you also get to see how you are using your money and where it is being allocated to and if there are any need of adjustments and such. Oh, diba? Ang cute lang ng format natin today kasi we all have different ways on how we track our expenses, how we balance our um, hobbies and ACADs. And now for the third question, what are the tips that we can give our audience, especially the students. Kasi yung mga working dyan, alam ko meron na kayong, alam namin meron na kayong strategy eh. <laughs> Para dun sa mga nag-aaral pa, for the students right now, what are some tips that we can give on budgeting their allowance? So in terms of budgeting my allowance, so let's say back in high school and the same way in college, uh, my parents would give me around 1K, allowance each week and considering that i am hatid sundo so my parents bring me to and from school i don't live in a dorm and i also bring paon or lunch from time to time to actually save money the 1k i get is usually allocated this way so depending on the week i split the 1k either 50 50 or 70 30 so weeks when i have nothing going on it's split 50 50 so 500 goes straight to my personal savings and 500 is what i use for the week you know for extra food snacks and emergencies if i have dance training and performances org work and projects or other activities then it's split 70 30. so 700 is used for whatever i may use it for and 300 is set aside for my savings so as much as possible I try to save something, no matter how much it is. It's usually 50-50 or 70-30, but sometimes, you know, the week may vary. It could be 60-40 and things like that. But as much as possible, I still try to save something, even if it's just like 100 pesos. And uh, But if it's something like a requirement for school that's quite expensive, like a book... Uh, that's over 1000 sometimes, then usually my parents give me extra money for that and it's not part of the 1K. But anyway, uh, the money then that I put aside, the ones that I get to save, that's actually what I use for my personal expenses. You know, since I'm not earning, you know, I'm, I wasn't working at that time, I didn't earn any money on my own. So I really had to uh, be wise with my money. I need to save whatever my parents give me, no matter how little. And you know, that will add up. If you save well, those savings will add up. And that's what I get to use for my K-pop albums, you know, my merch, uh, skincare, clothes, and you know, bang, bang shopee. <laughs> how I budgeted my allowance. I'm thinking more back into college again because it was more fresh. So my allowance when I was in college was 1000 per week. It was okay na. It was enough for me to not starve if I and have savings if it was a good week. But if you can remember, we have 
well, Ash and I had an outside team. So a lot of my money went to like training expenses, travel expense, and rental fee. <laughs> a lot of a lot of that. So I had to save up for that. So in a way, um, I had to compromise a little with my other expenses, daily expenses. So one way that I was able to save a lot of money was bringing Baon to school. Yeah, it may not be cool, but it's the most cost-efficient. It's the best advice I could give for someone who's trying to cut down on spending if kaya magbaon, magbaon kayo. Kasi ang laki ng, you know, it, it will be a really big help in lessening your spending, especially when it comes to food. And yeah, if there are any other expenses that I use, I have to track. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest chunks was mostly for training. <laughs> and sometimes I really can't help but buy that Starbucks, so that's on me. But... Yeah, and then a lot of times after training, my kain sa labas, I and I'm hungry, so that that's a that's the things that I um, had to spend on sometimes. But I also look for ways to earn more. If it's not enough for you, this is the best time to turn on your entrepreneurial brain, your creativity, and look for ways how you can get more money. So during this time, my friend and I set up a small shop where we earned a little and what we earned from there, we used to buy our concert tickets. So that's one way you guys can, you know, um, think about it as well. Use it as an opportunity to be more creative and try to see how you can earn um, more money while you're working as a student. And I know there's a lot of sources there where you can earn now part-time as well without setting up a business but yes so that's what we did again um baon if that was one tip that i can give someone baon so yes that's it for me for this question ayon so what's really nice about this question is that we can give you guys different perspectives because i different from them, was living in a dorm when I was in college. So it wasn't that I couldn't go home every day. It was just that it, the cost and effort to go home every day was ca- counterproductive. It was, I considered it counterproductive because every time I had to go home, I was tired commute and my training would usually end at 10 p.m. lights out sa USD. So... Uh, it was not healthy for me to go home every day and come back to school at 7 a.m. for my first class. So what I did was, um, ginamit na lang namin yung magiging expense ko for commuting sa pagdodorm. So, ayon, I was also given 1,000 pesos a week to spend. And pag sinwerte, minsan nakaka one five. Pero madalas one k lang. And same with Ashley and Chelsea. We mostly had to use them, use that money wisely and manage that money wisely sa mga expenses namin sa isang linggo. So with us having different dance trainings and dance teams, there was a lot to consider because 
we usually we don't always train inside the campus and like Ashley and Chelsea they had outside school teams while both my teams were based inside the university we don't always train inside so we often have trainings outside and we have to pay for the training venue we have to pay for um and like Chelsea said after training we would usually eat minsan inuman pa so you <laughs> i really had to manage my allowance wisely because I also had K-pop on the side sometimes. You know, it was something that made me happy, especially concerts. I was mostly saving up for concerts than merch when I was in college. So like with Ashley, that she would have 70-30 or 50-50, I diko na rin maalala kung magkano na sa save up ko, but I also just tried to have something at least kahit 50 pesos a day. 50 pesos a day, lakim bagay na nun. 50 pesos times 5, diba? As for the food, sadly, we couldn't cook in the dorm that we had kasi fire hazard siya, which is understandable naman. So, go-to talaga was shomai. <laughs> Shomai, Ang Kong, Dim Sum, all that stuff, like, around USD. Sobrang, yung kung anong pinakamura na lang na pwede kong bilhin. And also, one of my favorite things to eat is century tuna. So, that's so convenient because pag mag-grocery parents ko, bibilan nila ako ng sandamakmak na tuna. And I would bring that to the dorm and store it. Pag wala na talaga akong kakainin, pag gutom na gutom na ako, tas wala na akong pera, as yung gumaga, ginagapang ko na lang yung linggo, I would just open a can of tuna and solve na ako for the, for the meal. That's like one, one tuna for myself. Literal, busog na ako. So, yeah. So, for the last question, this is the last question that we have for today's episode. Hopefully, meron na kayong nakuhang konting tips sa amin. For the last question, eto, why is it important to have healthy spending habits? This, oh my gosh, this is something that I would really wish K-pop fans would dial in more. Because the boodle culture can be really unhealthy in the long term and with the peer pressure that fans have of getting all the albums getting all the pcs sometimes i really think that has a negative effect on a lot of people that's why i think doing this episode is a re- hopefully can help you guys so it's really important because i for one i feel like i'm the financial guru <laughs> my friends ako yung nilalapitan nila for this and I really want them to start, you know, having healthy spending habits because it will save you in the long run. So when I was younger, or at least when I started working, when I started, um, you know, earning my own money, I made it a habit to always set aside money to save. Always knew my priorities. Always thinking before I buy. And that way, there's no buyer's remorse there are some things that I do regret buying and that's the worst feeling <laughs> and sometimes I feel like I, I am a victim to that peer pressure of k-pop when I had to buy everything and in the end when it arrived I was like okay now what you know that's like the worst. 
Well, that's for me. But if you think that this album or this product will really make you make you happy, then make sure that you have the money for it. And so now for K-pop fans especially, I just want them to prioritize first. Please always think about it before you purchase it. Like, is it really worth starving yourself for? Is it really worth, you know... um, asking for more money and all of that. Like, how will this benefit you in the long run? But then again, you know, I'm all for, you know, getting whatever makes you happy as long as it's within the means, within your means. Please do not be pressured if people around you have all of these pieces, all of these albums. Do not be pressured. Go at your own pace. And, you know, there'll be more albums to come. So, Go lang. And again, as we said in another episode, there's a lot more alternatives to this without spending money. You can make it as like a positive reinforcement, like ask your parents to have, you know, as a reward for, you know, getting good grades or like as a birthday gift, as a Christmas gift and all of that. You know, just always, always just be careful with spending your money. It's important to have spending habits na healthy in the long run, not just in K-pop. I promise, it's not just in K-pop. Even when you step outside of K-pop, healthy spending habits are a very important life skill that everyone should learn. And I really heavily advocate that to all the people that I know. But yes, that's all for me. Let us know if you want us to have a more in-depth situation or if you guys like us talking about these finance stuff because I personally really like it. But yes. As much as it's important to live your present day to the fullest, uh, you want to make sure that you have the financial capability and skills to maintain that in the days after. Because your day, one day, is only 24 hours. So what happens after that? You know, so it's important to have healthy spending habits because you have the rest of your life and the people in it to consider. You know, money's not always easy to come by. And if you're not the one working for it, the more you should be mindful of the people who are and who are willingly giving it to you for your needs and wants. The more that you spend, the more that they have to work to replenish those savings, which means they have to work harder and longer. But if you are working and earning your own money, then honestly, you have every right to use it however you want. Uh, But you still have to use it wisely. You know, saving and good investing, especially the older that you get, it will be the key to a more stable and comfortable future for you and the people around you. Like things in this world are not really like getting any cheaper. So you should prioritize what to spend on, how much you should be saving and what to invest on with high returns. This also calls for a lot of research and, you know, asking around. It's going to be hard to get the hang of it, but, you know, it's going to be worth it. And you have people around you to help. So, you know, no one's alone in this. (laughs) Yeah, and so you've heard what Chelsea and Ashley had to say already with why it's important to have healthy spending habits. And as for me, everything they said... And a little bit more. So with me naman, I have always been the consentador friend. Kasi Chelsea yung magsasabi sa yung tama na. Ako yung magsasabing go. Bilhin mo yan. <laughs> that type of friend. Kasi 
kung saan kayo masaya, susuportahan ko kayo. Kasi, hindi ko naman pera yan. Pera nyo yan. Char! Pero true naman. Bakit? <laughs> Ayun. But yeah, I agree with what they said. Especially with peer pressure nowadays. Especially with the K-pop community. Being all about photo cards. Being all about merch. Being all about albums. Minsan, napapaisip ako, do I really want this item? Or naingit lang ako sa iba? Because everyone else has it. Or like, this prior PC, do I really want it? May sparks ba talaga siya? Or dahil prior din siya ng iba? Though, madalas naman sa mga biases ko, lahat may sparks. So, at the end of the day, K-pop is and will always be there. It's okay to take a break. And like what Ashley said, make sure to invest your money in things that will actually help you in the long run and what I would add to that is to make sure to invest in yourself it's hard to let go even me I'm having difficulties right now to like slow down with merch kasi ang hirap din kapag meron ka ng sariling na earn eh kasi feeling mo invincible ka ang dami mo I mean may, may sahod ka ganyan may pera ka gusto mong bilhin lahat ng gusto mo but also when you're already adulting <laughs> adulting phase you'll realize how important the other things are also, like with bills and everything, the things you have to pay, all that stuff. It's not just something, it's not just the things that you want. There's also the things that you need to provide for yourself. Kaya, it's just a matter of maintaining balance. Ah, diba? Gets nyo ba? Kasi maintaining balance. Like, maintaining balance in your life, K-pop, hobbies, and your akads or work, and maintaining balance, as in, maintaining balance sa banko. Diba? Ang smart ng episode title. Char! Pero ayun, that is it actually for today's episode. We really hope that you were able to take some um, tips and lessons from this episode and let us know also if you like this format, if you want us to have some more episodes in the future of us answering um, separately kasi minsan din kapag sabay-sabay na nagsasalita ang hirap magano nagpapatong-patong so this time we tried to do it in a way na all of us can speak our minds and how we actually work things out with how we handle our time and our money so ayun we really hope that this episode helped you out if you like this episode or if you like spill the soju please don't forget to recommend us to your friends rate and review us and also subscribe and also don't forget to follow us on our socials we are at stspodph on twitter and at spill the soju podcast on instagram and we are at spill the soju podcast as well on Facebook. Ayun lang, we will see you on our next episode. Bye!